Hello and welcome back to the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. We've been learning about the life of King Solomon and the beautiful temple he built for the Lord. King Solomon truly was blessed in every way and the kingdom of Israel prospered under King Solomon's reign. The Bible says that Solomon received gold and riches from trading and selling with Arabian kings. He traded items from his kingdom with kings from other kingdoms and received their items in return. And so King Solomon accumulated great wealth, so much wealth that he made a great throne inlaid with ivory and overlaid with fine gold. The throne had six steps and its back had a rounded top. On both sides of the seat were armrests, with a lion standing beside each of them. Twelve lions stood on the six steps, one at either end of each step. Nothing like it had ever been made for any other kingdom. All King Solomon's goblets were gold, and all the household articles in the palace of the forest of Lebanon were pure gold. Nothing was made of silver because silver was considered of little value in Solomon's days. There was so much of it. The king had a fleet of trading ships at sea, and once every three years the ships would return, and they would bring with them gold, silver, and ivory. They even brought back apes and baboons. King Solomon was greater in riches and wisdom than all the other kings of the earth. The whole world sought audience with Solomon so they could hear the wisdom of God that had been put in his heart. Year after year, everyone who came brought a gift. Articles of silver and gold, robes, weapons and spices and horses and mules. Solomon accumulated chariots and horses. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horses, which he kept in the chariot cities and also with him in Jerusalem. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones and cedar as plentiful as sycamore fig trees in the foothills. Solomon's horses were imported from Egypt and from Kew. The royal merchants had purchased them from Kew. They imported a chariot from Egypt for 600 shekels of silver and a horse for 150. All of the selling and trading of goods and riches made Solomon a very wealthy king. People from all over traveled to visit his kingdom and hear him speak. One very important queen decided that she would travel to visit Solomon to see for herself and hear for herself what she had heard about this great King Solomon. She was the queen of Sheba. The people of Sheba were descendants of Shem. Do you remember Noah's three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth? These descendants of Shem had settled in South Arabia, about 1,200 miles from Jerusalem. This country also had much wealth, which came mostly from all of the spices they produced in their country that they traded with other countries. When the queen of Sheba heard about the fame of Solomon and his relation to the name of the Lord, she came to test him with hard questions. She wanted to see just how much wisdom he really had. 
arriving at Jerusalem with a very great caravan with camels carrying spices, large quantities of gold and precious stones, she came to Solomon and talked with him about all that she had on her mind. Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. When the queen of Sheba saw all the wisdom of Solomon and the palace he had built, the food on his table, the seating of his officials, the attending servants in their robes, his cupbearers, and the burnt offerings he made at the temple of the Lord, she was overwhelmed. She said to the king, The report I heard in my own country about your achievements and your wisdom is true. But I did not believe these things until I came and saw with my own eyes. Indeed, not even half told me, in wisdom and wealth, you have far exceeded the report I heard. How happy your men must be! How happy your officials who continually stand before you and hear your wisdom! Praise be to the Lord your God who has delighted in you and placed you on the throne of Israel. Because of the Lord's eternal love for Israel, he has made you king to maintain justice and righteousness. And she gave the king a hundred and twenty talents of gold, large quantities of spices and precious stones. Never again were so many spices brought in as those the queen of Sheba gave to King Solomon. And in return, King Solomon gave the queen of Sheba all she desired and asked for, besides what he had given her out of his royal bounty. Then she left and returned to her own country. Now, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Are you wondering about what kind of wisdom Solomon shared with the Queen of Sheba? What things did they talk about? What words did he speak to her? Fortunately, we have many of Solomon's words of wisdom written down for us in the book of Proverbs. That's right. If you want to hear some of Solomon's wisdom, just read the book of Proverbs. King Solomon spoke much on wisdom since God had given him wisdom. What is wisdom, you ask? Well, in the Bible, wisdom is living and thinking according to God's truth and ways. There are a lot of people out there that would try to tell you how to live and what's right. But if it does not come from God and His Word, then it's not wisdom. Whenever you read the Bible, you gain wisdom because all wisdom comes from God. God is the source of wisdom. Wisdom means to look at your life, all of your life, through God's eyes. That means every part of your life is important to God. Your school, your family, your friends, your sports, your activities, your talents, whatever you do, all of life is important to God and all of life should be seen through God's eyes. Wisdom is believing that everything God says is right and true and that He is the only standard by which we are to live. He is the one who says what is right and what is wrong. He declares truth. He declares goodness. He is wisdom. Let's read some wisdom from the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 2 verses 1 through 8 says, my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, and if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from His mouth come knowledge and understanding. 
He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless, for he guards the course of the just and protects the way of his faithful ones. Proverbs 3 verses 1 through 2 says, My son, do not forget my teaching, but keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life many years and bring you prosperity. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Proverbs 16, 32 says, Better a patient man than a warrior, a man who controls his temper than one who takes a city. Proverbs 17:22 says, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Proverbs 19:17 says, He who is kind to the poor lends to the Lord, and he will reward him for what he has done. Proverbs 29:23 says, A man's pride brings him low, but a man of lowly spirit gains honor. There are many, many more Proverbs we could read, but as we have seen, Solomon's wisdom brought people near and far to hear him speak. You might think with all of that wisdom, Solomon never made a mistake. Being the wisest man on earth, surely he made all the right choices and all the right decisions. Well, sadly, we are going to see how, even though Solomon had great wisdom, he did not always use his wisdom to make good choices. Solomon actually made one of the worst decisions he could have made, and it changed everything for Israel. What was it, you ask? Well, you'll just have to listen to our next episode to find out. So truth seekers, what truth did we learn from today's lesson? Gaining God's wisdom is far better than possessing silver or gold or money or toys or wealth. You might ask, how do I get this wisdom? Can I have wisdom like Solomon? Yes, you can. Wisdom comes to those who seek for it through a relationship with Jesus. The Bible says that Jesus is the ultimate wisdom of God. When we accept Jesus into our hearts, we not only receive Him, but we receive His wisdom too. As we spend time in prayer and reading the Bible, we will grow in wisdom. The Bible tells us not to look to ourselves for wisdom or understanding, but to trust God and His wisdom. If you are facing a problem or a situation where you are unsure of what to do, seek God. He will help you. He will give you His counsel and wisdom. The wonderful thing about the Holy Spirit living inside of us is that He has come to be our helper so we don't have to face hard times alone. We can pray and ask Him to open our minds to understand truth. Many times people don't walk in the wisdom of the Lord because they don't ask for it. It is God's will for you to have wisdom and understanding. You can ask Him confidently for His wisdom in all areas of your life. The choices we make day to day, what we choose to say, how we choose to behave, what we choose to do, should all reflect the wisdom of Jesus living in us. We in ourselves will never be perfect while we are still here on earth, but Jesus living inside of us is perfect. And we can certainly ask for and receive his wisdom to help us while we live here and wait for him to return. That's what the Holy Spirit inside of us is for. 
The wisdom of God begins in understanding His deep love for you. Your Father, who loves you more than you will ever know, is ready and willing to come to your aid to help you. You can come to Him and ask Him for wisdom anytime. He is pleased when His children come to Him seeking His guidance and help. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in 1 Kings chapter 10. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that the storehouses of heaven are wide open to us. We thank you that all we have to do is come to you when we are in need and you are right there ready to help. Thank you for your Holy Spirit who lives inside of us and reveals truth to us. Holy Spirit, we ask that you will open our eyes to see new things and understand more and more of your truth. Reveal to us how much you love us. Show us that we are children of God and nothing can change that. Remind us that forgiveness is ours when we sin. Reveal to us that we are made clean by the righteousness of Jesus. Help us to walk by the Spirit in His wisdom and understanding. When we aren't sure of what to do or where to go, lead our steps in your way. We surrender our will to you and we say your will be done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Before we go, I want to thank M.K. Biddle for leaving a review in iTunes. She said, this is by far the best Bible stories podcast I've found. We have listened to all these stories several times through. When we are in the car, it's the only thing my daughter wants to listen to. I am happy to oblige. Thank you so much for leaving that review. And if you haven't had a chance to go into iTunes and leave a review yet, I would appreciate it so much. It helps others find the podcast and learn about God too. Thank you for joining me this week. And I look forward to our time together next week.